friend, welcome to Brilliant Business Moms, a podcast all about helping brilliant women just like you to build a business on the side while spending time with their families. I'm your host, Beth Ann Schwamberger, and we're going to have a great time together. Let's get started. Today on the show, I'm so excited to welcome Amy Husted and Audrey Wallace. They're the founders of Comey. It's a babysitting exchange app that allows parents to trade time caring for each other's kids. And I got to tell you, I'm super excited about this app and I cannot wait to get my own network of friends on board so we can start trading (laughs) some babysitting hours with each other. So I think it's going to be a great episode. I can't wait to hear how they develop this app and how they've been getting users for the app as well. So welcome to the show, Amy and Audrey. Thank you. So Amy and Audrey, I'd love to, first of all, just hear a little bit more about you two and how you kind of came together and decided, let's do this. Let's create a babysitting exchange app. There's a very specific moment that this all started, and it was Amy and I talking to each other in our church lobby, just kind of lamenting about our need for babysitters, the cost of babysitters, asking our family for a favor again and feeling guilty about it. So we just decided to change our own destiny and make a babysitting exchange co-op for us and our local friends. And we did that for a year and had so many successful stories and our friends were being helped so much and telling their friends about it that we realized this was a parenting hack that could really help a lot of families if we digitized it and turned it into an app to kind of spread across the country for everyone to use. So that's when we started our mission, changed it from our local 16 moms to helping everyone around the country with an app called Comey. I love that because I have to be honest with you, I have heard about, actually what I've heard is about babysitting co-ops And my mom was actually part of a co-op when she had young kids and she and my dad would talk about how amazing it was and how lucky they felt to have that co-op. And when we lived in South Carolina a few years ago, I nearly got a co-op together with my friends and I started this private Facebook group and I was trying to figure out this whole point system and all of this stuff. But to be honest, logistically, it was so much work. (laughs) And so it never got off the ground. But the idea of having an app that could kind of do all of that for me, that's really, really appealing. Yeah, that's something that's so exciting about this because there is a lot of administration in a traditional babysitting co-op. And there's just a lot of rules of who's in and who's out. And do you trust everybody? And how do you make all those decisions? And just the social friction and the friendships that can be broken over that. So something exciting about Kome is that each individual parent, each mom gets to choose exactly who she trusts with her kids. And then her friends get to choose who they trust with theirs. And so it's just like any other social network. It can just grow and grow. But your posts will only ever be seen by the people that you've hand selected and that you trust. Gotcha. Okay, that is so brilliant. Okay, so can you guys walk me through exactly what it's like if I sign up with Comey and what that process is going to be like, how how it's going to help me start getting some free babysitting? 
Absolutely. Sure. Okay. So anybody that's listening to this can do exactly what I'm about to say. So go to your app store, either on iPhone or Android and download the Kome Babysitting Exchange app. Now, once you get in there, you'll create your personal profile. You'll tell us about yourself, about your kids, about your family. If they have allergies, what time do they nap? Are they bottle feeding? Are they potty trained? Give us all the details that you want for your family. And then once you're all set up, you simply post a request. You simply go in there, put in the date, the time, and it alerts your friends. Hey, Audrey has a need on Wednesday from 9 to 12. Are you available? Now that friend has the ability to say I'm available or I'm not. So she's not having to text back to you saying, oh, sorry, I have a doctor's appointment or making up an excuse or anything like that. She just can ignore it or say I'm available. And then as the person requesting, I might get two, three offers. And like, for instance, this week, I'm heading to the west side of town. So I picked the one that was most convenient to my path, even though I had some offers that were on the opposite side of town. And now to get those friends in your village, we have a few ways you can connect to them. If they're already in Kome, you can search by their first and last name. Super easy. You can search by their email address, or you can link your account to Facebook. And once you're in there, if there's anybody on your Facebook friend list, they will automatically pop up. You just click add villager, or you can even send private messages or post it to your Facebook wall saying, hey, I just found the best thing ever, and I want you all to join me in Kome. And so that's how you build what we call your village. So Kome, just some history behind that, is village in Greek. So we kind of went to that root of it takes a village to raise a child, and we're helping you build your village in a easy-to-use digital app. So you build that village, you post that request. Now, something that's really fun that kind of was user requested is a feature that we've added since we started called availability. So I can currently, it's all about reciprocity. I give, you give, I take, you take. So we had the opportunity to post when you needed to take, but we didn't have the opportunity to post when you want to give. So now I can say, hey guys, I'm home with my husband on Friday night. I'd love to let you go on a date night. Now imagine the relief of guilt and pressure of going out and taking that friend up on that favor when she literally offered, I want to earn points, please go on a date, take me up on this and post a request today. Yeah, that's amazing. I yeah, I love that. Okay, so I'm curious because I know when my mom would talk about her old school babysitting co-op from like the 1980s, she would tell me that you the way it would work is in order to earn free babysitting from other people in the group, you had to get those points or credits, if you will, by babysitting other people's kids. So it wasn't like one person could just suck the life out of the group and constantly request, I need babysitting, I need babysitting. And you're going, wait a second, we've all babysat for you 10 times and you've never babysat for us. Okay. Like, so is it similar to that where you have to kind of earn those credits? (laughs) Yes, it is. So at the most basic level, one hour of babysitting is equivalent to one point in our system. Now, when you put in the details of the sit that you want to have someone watch your kids, our app will automatically calculate what that sit is worth. So you don't have to decide whose kids are worth more. You know, these ones are trouble and these ones are quiet and any of that. Like all that social friction is removed by our formula calculating it for you. And you'll just submit it. And when your friend watches your kids, when the time comes to pass, the points will automatically go into their Comey bank. So you do earn by watching someone else's kids and you spend by having someone else watch yours. And you can even watch a couple families at a time as long as your friends are okay with that. So Audrey and her husband were going to be home last Friday and they posted a note and said, hey, we're going to be available and we'll take two or three families because we're both here and we're going to watch all these kids and have a party. So we really, it turns 
play dates into a way to get you free time. So your kids already want to play with friends and have that friend over. So why not earn some points while they have their friends over to play? And then you can go out in another time. And as you know, we are busy, brilliant business moms. So we don't have a lot of time to spare. So a lot of people think, oh, I don't know if I could babysit. Well, that's why I did something like that on a Friday night, because I earned 17 points in one evening, just over the course of a few hours. And having more than just one family's kids wasn't really that hard. In fact, it made it more fun and they had a blast playing with each other. So I knocked it all out and now I can distribute those 17 points over the course of my needs over the coming weeks. Oh, I love that. And you were saying that one point is about equivalent to an hour of, let's say, like babysitting one child maybe? Yeah. And then there's, if like you have multiple children, there's a bonus point. If it's a weekend, there's a bonus point. So there's other things in there to kind of sweeten the deal if it is a more difficult sit or if you want someone to come to your house rather than dropping your kids off to play with theirs. But again, the app handles all of that. So it's not something you even have to worry about. Right. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited about this. (laughs) I actually just, and forgive me, I probably shouldn't have been multitasking while we're chatting, but I was so excited that I already just downloaded your guys' app. And <laughs> Woo-hoo, that, that is allowed. It's okay. <laughs> so yeah, now I have to figure out who, who I can invite of my friends here in San Diego so we can start trading hours. I have to say, you guys, what I love about this is, like you said, the guesswork is taken out of it. The app calculates the points the app makes it essentially fair and eliminates as you said those awkward social situations without you having to do it and I have to say as someone that like I have a I have a hard time ever asking for help or saying to a friend like I am so sick and whatever and can you please watch Holden or anything like that like I just I just won't do it I just hate putting people out but again with this it, it doesn't, you're not putting people out. You're all just helping each other and yeah, making each other's lives better. Right. And it's exciting because now moms aren't only asking each other for favors when they need help. They're also doing it if they just want help. One of our favorite stories. So we're from Akron, Ohio, and the closest body of water we've got is Lake Erie. And we have a friend who got onto the app posted a request, said, hey, this I hear that the tide is up on Lake Erie and I want to go surfing. So she posted a request and got it filled in that afternoon, went surfing on Lake Erie, which is just probably laughable to people out on the coasts. But it was great. She was like thrilled that she got that opportunity to do a want to where she wouldn't have paid a babysitter to do something like that. Right. Oh my goodness. How amazing is that? How many moms, like stay-at-home moms, actually would have the opportunity to just take some fun time for themselves in the middle of the day. Exactly. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so I love this app. So excited about it. But I'm picturing some other moms out there who maybe they've got an idea for a fabulous app or you know something they want to start. And the thought of developing an app, like that sounds insanely difficult and stressful. So walk me through that process. How did you guys start this? How expensive was it? How did that kind of app development process work? Yeah, so that's an interesting story because we've been doing this for getting closer to two years now. And we just launched our app 
four months ago. So that just shows that it's not a quick process if you're doing something at this scale, but it's totally a worthwhile process. But we also, we didn't start by working 40 hours a week and hunkering down. We started actually by using our traditional babysitting co-op to share babysitting with our friends so that we could create an app where everyone could share babysitting with their friends. So we started with a couple afternoons a week and then kind of working after bedtime and stuff like that. And then we slowly over the two years have grown into a place where now we do work full time during the week and we're using Kome for just nights and weekends for sits. So it's definitely grown. So my advice to someone would be don't think that you need to be at your end goal in one month, two months, 12 months. It might take a couple years, but just keep taking those steps. We say, we see this, that our logo is this big dot to dot picture and that we're just connecting each dot. So just focus on the next dot instead of focusing on that really big picture that can feel really overwhelming. That is fabulous advice and you're exactly right. I mean, and and as you take those steps, as I'm sure you guys notice too, sometimes you'll find that some extra steps that you weren't expecting <laughs> get added in. But again, you just keep connect the next dot, take the next step. So I'm curious though, how how does one even go about finding an app developer and figuring out is this person going to be the right fit? Do they have the right skills to really make an app come to life? Yeah. And that is tricky. We were really blessed that both of our husbands work in technology. Now, neither of them are app developers, so we still didn't have that talent in-house, but we had like the technology know-how. They were able to help us do interviews to find people that we could contract and freelance. So we started actually by using a website called Upwork. And Upwork is a place where you can search, you can post a job specifically around development type things. And then different people will apply and you pay freelancers through this website to work on it. So we did some freelancing that way. Another option is going and finding an agency that does web development or app development, telling them your idea, mapping it out, and then paying them to develop it. Now that is very, very expensive. So what we did is about six months into our process, we did a Kickstarter campaign. And we used that money to begin development of our app. And then as we began to develop what we called our minimum viable product, the simplest, slimmest down version of what we wanted to have, then we started going to pitch competitions. So we had a really good idea. And Audrey and I both enjoy entertaining a crowd. So we went to these pitch competitions. And over the past two years, we have won seven competitions that resulted in grants or investments. So that's another kind of savvy way to fund something if it is a higher dollar project and if it's something you don't have all the talent in in house wow that is incredible seven competitions that you've won congratulations you two thank you thank you so how much were you guys able to raise with that initial kickstarter that you did our goal was $20,000 and we raised, what, $20,488? So <laughs> yeah. it was a very stressful and exciting uh, time for us. It was 35 days and we funded on day 34. Now, what's really exciting is, as Amy mentioned, these pitch competitions, two days after our, our Kickstarter funded for $20,000, we went to our first pitch competition. We had no idea what we were walking into. We binge watched Shark Tank in advance to even know what a pitch was. 
Live. We walked up on the stage and in two minutes pitched our company and earned $10,000 more at that competition. So it was a really exciting thing. And that's when we kind of got a taste for this pitch competition thing. So then we just researched, and this is for all you business moms out there, just look up pitch competitions and your city name and local city names. Um, so we looked at Cleveland, at Akron, and and just kind of ran the circuit, really. But one that we found was run by uh, the founders, Jen and Jenny, of Rent the Runway. I'm sure a lot of ladies out there have heard of that, the high fashion rental online um, website. So Jen and Jenny have a, a, a foundation called Project Entrepreneur, and it was their inaugural year. Um, and so we applied for that. It's an intensive weekend. It's coming up here in April again. Um, intensive weekend where they do a lot of training, just amazing brains, women, female founders coming in to train these women. And then so, you know, over 800 people had started the application for that process. And then they picked 12 to pitch on that stage as like the climax of the weekend at the very end. And we were chosen as one of those 12. And then further than that, chosen as one of the three winners. And our winnings were another $10,000 and five weeks working in the offices of Rent the Runway in Manhattan. So we learned from their executives. We got to go around New York and see other companies and just network all around town. So it was an amazing experience. So you get a lot. There's times when... These pitch competitions are more than just money. You might get one of them. We were in one consultation, free consultation from a law firm, and they're doing some trademark work for us. So just things like that that relieve the pressure of having to spend money in other ways and then also money as well. That is amazing. Five weeks in Manhattan. Which you'll know that we're business moms. So that was a big challenge for us. After we won, we kind of looked at each other and we were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to tell our husbands? <laughs> so thankfully, they just bunkered down and took care of the kids. We drove to and from New York every weekend, seven, eight hour drive to see our family and just really made some big sacrifices. But it was very worthwhile. Yeah, I'm sure you both learned so much from that experience and big high fives to your hubbies for <laughs> handling the kids. And yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's so neat. And I would have had no idea, to be honest, I never would have known that you could just Google pitch competition and, you know, whatever your city is or the cities around you and that all of these different things and resources for startup business owners existed. Yeah, it's really incredible. And I think right now there's really a focus on supporting female entrepreneurs because of the way that um, they've not been supported in the past. So it's kind of a sexy time to be a female entrepreneur, honestly, especially if you're in the Midwest like we are, because it's just not a common person that's doing this. So we've really enjoyed the, the support in the community that's been built around that, like having females being supported so much right now. Definitely. So before we get into the marketing phase of this business, because I think you all are doing a fabulous job of getting new users, and I, I can't wait to dig into that, but I am curious in terms of developing this product, uh, did you face any really big hurdles, and, and if so, how did you overcome those? Our biggest hurdle by far was having our vision of a deadline and then the reality of when things actually came to fruition, which I think you can identify with a little bit because I was actually listening to your podcast about bringing your podcast back and how you took a break thinking it'd be a short break, but then surprises come along and it just takes longer than you expect. So we actually, we had finished our Kickstarter in October of 2015 
and we thought we would be launching our app in February 2016. But it took until September 2016. So it was just much longer. Four-week timelines turned into 20-week timelines because surprises come up. And especially with technology, there's just always going to be a surprise. So that was probably our biggest hurdle is just learning that it's okay if something takes longer than planned and just kind of rolling with the punches. Mm, Great advice. So Amy and Audrey, it sounds like your app is really taking off. I know it's only been available for Android users since the end of December, and then it released on iPhone just a week ago. And we're chatting, of course, here. This is the first week of February. So only a week available in the iPhone store. And I know that you already have over a thousand users. So seriously, congratulations on that. That's amazing. And I would love to hear how did you spread the word? How have you marketed Comey and and gotten these new app users? Yeah, so we started about four months ago releasing what we call our minimum viable product, which was a mobile-friendly web app. So that meant that you had to view it on the browser and on your phone. And so we started gaining users on that, just saying, hey, go to this website on your phone, sign up for Comey, and tell your friends. And since then is how we've got the 1,000 users. And it's all been, to this point, word of mouth. It's been moms inviting their mom friends saying, hey, I want free babysitting. Don't you want free babysitting? We should share free babysitting. So, and then we've been in, like, we got to go on the news here locally, and we've been in some articles that have also been a little bit of a boost with PR. But what we're really excited about is heading into February and March is when we're going to really start putting some marketing dollars behind our, our initiatives. So taking our product and creating social media campaigns, probably most primarily, because that's where moms are hanging out. They're hanging out on social media. And so that's going to be a perfect place for us to market to them and let them know about Comey. And so there'll be that traditional marketing, putting those dollars in. But also that word of mouth won't go away because really in order to benefit from the system, parents have to invite their friends to use it with them. So the more it's shared, the more, the greater the experience is. Right. I I love that too. It's like there's built-in marketing for this app because like you said, I mean, I signed up for Comey, but now I'm like, okay, I need to figure out all the friends that I want to trade babysitting with and I need to go invite them to join in. So really every time, even if you're you're spending marketing dollars, you spend those marketing dollars to get one user, but that one user potentially brings in five more or 10 more. So absolutely. And a really natural route for that kind of exponential growth for us is that Comey works best where communities of moms already are communing together. (laughs) So we've actually got some fun things like um, moms groups, throwing little parties, launch parties, or even just one mom like you would say, I love this. I want to use this. How do I get all my friends on board really quickly? So we would help you through a launch party um, where you would just get your friends together, found this cool, new, awesome, thing. Let's all like download the app and start using it. And we would do like a virtual Q&A if you're distant or in person if you're close to us. So we're really trying to help get those communities of people all at once. Like you were mentioning, okay, I can spend money on getting one person like on the business end of things, or I can spend my money on getting 20 people all at the same time. And that's just a, a smarter use of our funds. Oh, I love that launch parties. Okay. That, that sounds really fun. 
And those are exciting too, because not everyone that comes to that launch party has to agree to share babysitting with each other because of the way the app works, being able to connect one-to-one with the individuals that you trust. So really you can invite 20 friends to a launch party just to let them all know about it and to get excited. Everybody download the app, everybody get their information in there, and then they connect with who they're most comfortable with that's there. And then they go home and continue to invite their friends that maybe weren't at the launch party. Right. Oh, that's so true. And I love that too, like you said. So you invite your 20 friends and let's say I get invited to a launch party. I might look around the room and go, okay, I only know a handful of ladies here, but that's okay. We all sign up for the app. And as you said, I just pick which ladies I personally know and that I can personally trade babysitting with. So it's fabulous. So Amy and Audrey, I know that when you started Comey, you were essentially solving your own problem. And it wasn't just the problem of moms wanting free babysitting. You guys had side businesses, right? And so you were looking for those extra free hours to work on your businesses. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and just, you know, why this app is so perfect for other business moms like you two. Absolutely. So I was finding that this is Audrey. Sometimes I would go to a business meeting and I wouldn't know if I was going to make any money at that meeting or not. So I hated to spend money on a sitter and then either if any money I made would go to that sitter or I might not make anything. And additionally, people would say, Hey, I'm interested in what you're doing. Can we meet tomorrow at two? And I'd have to scurry behind the scenes before I could say yes or no. Is my husband available? Can somebody help me? All that, just that time and inconvenience of doing that. So once I had the co-op, I was able to say, immediately, yes, I can meet you tomorrow at two. And then I'd post the request to my network and then somebody would take the sit and I would know that I basically was covered on that. And it makes me laugh because Amy's side business was a boutique bakery. And I just imagine her, like her kids trying to lick the icing off the cakes as she's cooking and trying to like get them to go in the other room and, and just keep those things separate. And instead, once she started using the co-op, she would have them go play with friends and they would be delighted to do that. She would knock out her work in a couple hours, bring the kids back, and then be fully engaged with them rather than trying to keep them separate. So it's really healthy for mom to have that time if you're a blogger, if you're a podcast person, like how we did one blog or a podcast where the daughter was home with her and she was kind of crawling on her back. And this woman's like, when is your app coming out? I need this now because I would be using it at this moment. So it's really helpful for people that are trying to do what we call the the sometimes working mom, that you have that not predictable needs for babysitting. Yeah, exactly. Like the mom that doesn't need full-time childcare, doesn't doesn't need to sign up for daycare or have a nanny or anything like that, but a mom that needs quite a few hours each week and like you said, maybe unpredictable hours. So Comey is perfect for that. The other thing I love about Comey is like you said, your child gets to go play with other kids because they get to go play at another mom's house. And so it's not just having a babysitter come to your house. And I got to be honest with you guys, sometimes if my babysitters are here for a long while, Holden will lure them into the iPad or playing video games or whatever. And I'm just like, well, great. He just had a bunch more screen time, which I probably could have just set him up myself in a room next door with the screen and not paid the babysitter. So again, I love that the kids are getting active social playtime out of this as well. 
Yeah. And the kids love it. We just, if people go to our Instagram page, you can see kids just having a blast playing with each other at Kome sits and they don't even know they're being babysat. So I know that our kids can feel like if a babysitter shows up at the door that they're kind of being pawned off, like mom and dad aren't home again, but you're dropping them off to play with friends. And they love that. Like that is a win. My kids asking when can friends come over and play and knowing that I'm going to benefit by having kids over to play. So that's been really encouraging. And something else that's neat is because you're hand selecting your village, you get to pick parents that you would see as role models for your children. So really, as your children grow, they're going to be closer to these adults that then when they're older and they need advice and they're going through like the teenage years, that they have a tr- more trusted network of mentors that they can lean on. So it's really just we're using social media that has caused our communities to become further apart, we're actually using social media to bring them closer together. Because now when you stop at your friend's house and they say, oh, where are you going today? Oh, I'm dropping my kids off because I'm going to a doctor's appointment. You come back and that friend asks you, how did your doctor's appointment go? So it's really just causing community to come back together. Oh, I love that. And I have to confess something. This will be just between us. Hopefully Holden will not hear this. So he doesn't know that we pay the babysitter like he thinks that it's like a play date with an with a teenager (laughs) and so he has asked us before like he has two different babysitters and he'll ask me sometimes they're both like these these fabulous teenagers who are like juniors and seniors in high school and they're super sweet girls but he wants to have them both over to play at the same time <laughs> because he doesn't understand, like, why can't I just have a big play date with these are just my older friends, you know? It's no big deal. That's so funny. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll be just, just our secret. <laughs> we always try to, like, exchange money with the sitter where he's, like, not seeing it happen <laughs> so we don't blow our cover. <laughs> That's so sweet. But yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, in in the case of Komei, it's a true play date, which is great. One thing that I'll I'll say to add to what was just kind of discussed. So a lot of times moms say to us, I don't have time to babysit other people's kids. Or frankly, I don't like babysitting other people's kids. Like I'm actually not interested in having other children over. And I actually am one of those people as well. In fact, people kept asking me, oh, do you know any like daycare in-home providers? And I was like, oh my gosh, am I being called to be an in-home care provider? Please don't let this happen because I don't like having kids over. But in this case with Komei, it's more, it's not babysitting as you would think. It's, oh, it's supervising a play date. So you're in your own home typically and you can get laundry done. You can run, you know, run around and clean your dishes and things like that while kids are playing at your home and you're keeping them safe and you're loving on them. I've, I've even worn some of my friend's infants around and then I just feel a bond to that baby and I get that little baby fill before I hand it back over to mommy. So I don't, I don't feel like I'm a babysitter like I was as a teenager. I'm just having fun with all these kids in my home and and giving my kids that play date that they want anyways and earning points that in turn get me free time later. It's just wonderful for everybody. Yeah, such a win-win. So Amy and Audrey, this has been a ton of fun. As we wrap up, I love to ask this question of all my mamapreneurs that come on the show. Do you two have either a funny or an adorable mom moment that you can share? So this is Amy, and I do have a very funny mom moment, and it actually also relates to a Komei sit that I did with a friend, because 
It was in the middle of winter last winter. And it was just here in Ohio, when it snows, it can snow for days and days and days and not seem to go away. And my son really wanted to play out in the snow. But because we had had so many snow days, I was behind on getting work done. So I was like, honey, we cannot play in the snow today. And it was just one of those days where we weren't getting along. I mean, anyone with a toddler knows that there's just some days where mom and toddler are not seeing eye to eye. And I needed a breather. He was getting frustrated. He got so frustrated to the point that he was standing in my the foyer of my house naked in snow boots, <laughs> insisting that we were going outside to play. So I posted a request on Komei. I said, hey, friends, my son and I need a break. I have to get some work done, and that way I can come back and I can play with them 100% later. And then it was really special because my friend, not knowing that he had wanted to play out in the snow, when I dropped him off, she took him out to play in the snow. So he got to play out in the snow. I got to get some work done. I picked him up. We were both happier, and we ended up having a really great afternoon playing at home together. Aww. Yes. Yes. He was so sure about it. <laughs> I love that. I'm just picturing, like, the the fierceness in his eyes as he's saying, listen, I don't care what else I'm wearing. I, I got my snow boots. Like, we're doing this. I'm going out in the snow. That is too funny. Well, thank you both so much for chatting with me today. And can you remind everyone one more time, where's the best place for them to find you online? And what's the best way for them to grab the Komei app so they can start sharing babysitting? Yes, our website is mykomei.com. So that's M-Y-K-O-M-A-E.com. And then you can also find us on the App Store by searching for Komei Babysitting Exchange. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That was such a great episode with Amy and Audrey of Komei. I hope that you're just encouraged to go after whatever business idea that may be spinning around in your brain. As Amy and Audrey said, you know, sometimes it can take a while to get that business off the ground. And sometimes you need outside help to make it happen. I mean, they used a Kickstarter. They were pitching their product and getting outside funding, but they made it happen. And they have, I gotta say, it's a fabulous app that is going to help lots of brilliant business moms all around the country. So anyways, I hope that you will learn from this episode, be encouraged by it, and go out there and take action on that brilliant business idea that you have. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. Brilliant.